8.44, Culture Digest now with Shim Su Yan. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. Well, I enjoyed your stay with us last week. I can't believe a whole week's already passed since then. I know, time flies, right? Well, welcome back into the studio as we Thank march towards you. Christmas. Um, but I, we're going to start by looking backwards, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, to U2's first ever career concert first, this past Sunday. First ever, yes. That's kind were. of surprising that they never found their way here before. I know, in 43 years. Yeah. That's, well, it, we're happy that they're here now. Yes, they were. I, I, well, <laughs> even though, as I briefly mentioned yesterday, I'm not a huge U2 fan, I think they've got some fantastic songs and they have a cultural impact which goes even beyond their music, which is, which is undeniable. So it's... it's without a doubt, significant that they were here. Tell us a few more of the details. Yes. Um, they were in Korea, and this was their first concert in Korea as part of their Joshua Tree 2019 tour, commemorating the 30th anniversary of the band's wildly successful 1987 album, The Joshua Tree. And they performed on Sunday at the Kuchuk Sky Dome. Uh, the first concert then out of the way. Uh, must have been crazy over it. Gotcha Sky Dome. I dare say much more atmospheric even than one of uh, Next End Heroes. Uh, sorry, it's not Next End Heroes. Cume Heroes home games. Oh, probably. Slip of the tongue there after they changed their name. Um, <laughs> but t- t- tell us some of the stats that uh, really describe the story of this concert. Right, in detail. Well, they arrived with a bang also with three cargo planes of concert equipment and more than 150 people in their global tour team. And the concert was attended by more than 28,000 fans, including the First Lady. And it was performed in three parts. The first one with major hit songs starting with Sunday Bloody Sunday. And the second part was songs from the album The Joshua Tree. But the third part was featured songs with messages of love, peace, and equality. And during the song Ultraviolet, the massive screen in the background showed the words Her Story. and showed images of Korean women who impacted history. Included were the First Lady Kim Jong-suk, the recently departed celebrities Ho Lee, Prosecutor Seo Ji-hyun, who was part of the beginning of the Me Too movement in Korea, and also female divers of Jeju Island, Hanyo, to name a few. And with these photos were words written in Korean, meaning, until we are all equal, none of us are equal. And the last song was one, which was written watching the collapse of the Berlin Wall. And Bono has said in, the past, in a past interview that he wishes to sing one in Korea someday. And finally he did. And the song was performed with a background image of the Korean flag. Seems like there were many emotional moments. Yeah, I feel like I need to give them a re-listen. Yes. Not that they care probably whether I appreciate their music or not. Um, but, but some Good of those messages. songs are just so iconic. Like, for example, Beautiful Day. Mm. Uh, as soon as I hear that, uh, I just think of um, Premier League football because it used to be <laughs> on the intro and outro music of, um. of, of one of the big sport channels in, in the UK. And, and, uh, and actually, it's the same for several other of their offerings. Um, so maybe it's kind of overexposure, which... doesn't always help with the musical recognition. But Bono, as we also have noted, has been so active in various campaigns going well beyond just music. Right. He's not only a singer and songwriter, but also a venture capitalist, a businessman, and a philanthropist. And he's been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize multiple times for his philanthropic efforts, including a campaign to cancel third world debt. 
He also founded the One Campaign, leading efforts to fight extreme poverty and preventable disease around the world, especially in Africa. And he has met with powerful world dignitaries, such as U.S. presidents and the Pope, to discuss his many concerns. And this visit is an extension of his efforts. So he's been meeting with Korean dignitaries, including the president. Right. <laughs> the, the most important one, I guess. And he visited c h o n g w a d e to meet with the president, Moon Jae-in, yesterday. And they spoke for 40 minutes. They expressed mutual respect, of course. And President Moon thanked Bono for delivering a special message of hope for lasting peace on the peninsula during the concert. And the president emphasized the role of culture and arts on a path toward peace. And Bono replied that music is powerful. President Moon asked Bono to not forget his host of fans in Korea, and we would all like to ask the same. Right. Are you a big U2 fan, by the way? I didn't ask you before. Um, I was, yes. Uh, well, you, you know. can still be. Yes. <laughs> I listened to the, all the songs right. for, for a few days, yes. Good. Another... Uh, Really distasteful story from the world of culture. We go from celebrating one singer to, unfortunately, reflecting on a, another singer here caught in a sex scandal. Yes, very, very un- upsetting story. Um, singer-songwriter Kim g o n m o who was one of the most popular artists in the 90s, is charged with sexual assault. A lawyer, Kang Yong-seok, spoke on a live YouTube talk show last Friday about Kim g o n m o s alleged assault. He said that he had met with the alleged victim twice, and has confirmed the details and claimed to have ample evidence. And actually, he aired a recorded interview with with the victim yesterday and claimed that more alleged victims have surfaced and that he will be making an announcement today. What's the story? Well, this victim works at a a hostess bar in Gangnam, and she met Kim Gong-mo for the first time as a customer in 2016 when he visited the bar alone. And she alleges that Kim sexually assaulted her in one of the private rooms. And when asked why she didn't scream for help, she said there were 17 other rooms and she knew no one would hear her. Sadly, this raises an issue that possibly is playing out every weekend, maybe even every night of the week in hostess bars. Mm, Um, Unfortunately. But but, um, this is a big celebrity story. Why Mm. is um, the victim speaking up now? Well, Kim Gomo has been attracting a lot of positive attention by being a regular on some TV reality programs. And recently he made a public wedding proposal and is now scheduled to wed pianist Chang Ji-yeon next May. And apparently watching these programs showing only the good side of the singer made her want to bring this to the surface. And she expressed that she wants an apology and admission to the assault and contacted Kim's management company but was ignored. Kang Yong-suk filed an official complaint charging Kim Gong-mo of sexual assault on Monday. And Kim has denied the allegation and has announced he will be taking legal action. They probably can prove whether he was there or not. And, probably, and, and, yes. And uh, e- even just the admission that he was there, if that was the case in 2016, will mm-hmm. be uh, enough to... Color opinion, I would, I would suspect. Right. But let's um, leave that one for now and move on to... Talchum, mm-hmm. Korean traditional dance, performed while wearing a mask, yes. if you're not sure with what that is. Uh, it, it's a, potentially going to be recognized by UNESCO World Heritage List. Exactly. The C- Cultural Heritage Administration announced that it, will, it designated Talchum as the potential entry for 2020 list of UNESCO Intangible Cultural Heritage of Humanity. The official application will be submitted in March and the final decision will be announced in 2022. 
So tell us about intangible cultural heritage and, and what they found special in t a l c h u m Well, intangible cultural heritage includes practices, representations, expressions, knowledge, and skills that communities or individuals recognize as part of their cultural heritage, such as performing arts, local knowledge, and traditional skills. And Taichum is performed by characters wearing various masks, Tai being mask and Chum being dance. And Taichum is a comprehensive performance art featuring singing, dancing, and acting. This usually served as an outlet for satire regarding social problems. Are there other Korean traditional cultural contents already on the list? I'm sure we've talked about this in the past. Mm, probably. s h i d a m the traditional Korean wrestling, was registered on the list in 2018. And for the 2022 entry, traditional chang or paste making has been chosen. Ah, That should be interesting. I know lots about chang, not so much about s h i r a m Right, I find right. it hard enough to pronounce, but I always uh, enjoy catching it during holiday periods mm. here in Korea when they do show it on TV, like mm-hmm. around Chuseok, for example. Right, the elder, elder family members love it. Yeah, like, uh, yeah it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's fun, actually. The, the surprising thing about it is that it's not caught on more globally, but I guess maybe it's just because it's so similar to other forms of wrestling that they all have their own traditions, but it's so easy to mm. follow and get into. Mm-hmm. Simple. And... and um, That's that. Let's talk about some events, shall we? We have, as ever, the, the roundup of things to look forward to and put in our diaries. Yes, it's officially holiday season and a lot is going on. So tell us first, what yes. have you got for us? First, Seoul Botanic Park, which opened in May, will be open for a night tour for just four days only from December 19th to the 22nd, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. It will be open to 800 visitors per day. Fee is 5,001 and babies under 36 months are free. Only open to online reservations, which began on the 9th. So if you're interested, hurry and log on and be sure to bring an ID when you go. Maybe you'll need some uh, warm clothing as well. Probably. By the sounds of it. (laughs) That sounds like a nice way to spend the evening. Um, There's also Seoul Christmas Festival. Yes, the fifth Seoul Christmas Festival will take place from December 13th to January 1st. along the Cheonggyecheon stream, and um, festival will feature LED light decorations, Santa Village, Dream Castle, and more. And the festival will begin with the Christmas tree lighting ceremony on December 13th, 5 p.m. So grab your coats and scarves and get down to Cheonggyecheon. And those lights do make a difference. But I I remember when I first came to Korea, uh, my first ever Christmas in in 2010, and it was, uh, the moment for me was... The, the Myeongdong area, those big department stores, just seeing all the lights. I all just thought, oh, covered, this, is, right. this is like London, you know, <laughs> and, and it made me feel like a bit of home Christmas feeling, you mm-hmm. know, which I'd not experienced um, elsewhere in Seoul. So head for the lights if you want to yes. grab some of the Christmas spirit now It before. It make you happy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There'll also be another Christmas street festival in the Shincheon area. Yes, a little more casual, Shincheon Christmas Street Festival. December 21st to the 25th from 1pm to 9pm and it features pretty lights, photo zones, concerts, art markets for gifts and food. And this, place on, this takes place on Yonsei-ro near Yonsei University. Which is a fun place to go any time of year anyway, right? Exactly, especially in the evenings, right? So that's the advantage of some of these locations that we've mentioned is that even if there was nothing Christmassy going on there, it would be recommended to uh, take a stroll. This But, is um, true, yes. 
It's always a bonus. Uh, thank you very much. Nice to have you here with us once again. Thanks for being here. And that is our Culture Died yesterday. Uh, and we've gone from you two to Merry Christmas to you, uh, Shim Sihan, uh, in the studio. And that's our show just about for today. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. That'll be Wednesday already. I was just reflecting on how fast time's flying. Christmas is just about upon us as well. Um, and 2020, before we know it. Uh, but coming up next, Life Abroad with Na Sung Yan. Let me say thanks to our producer, Christina So, and our writers, Che Hyung Mi and Im Young Joo.